0: Hi, and welcome to the Film Pigs podcast. Uh, it's, uh, guess what? What? We're doing a bacon episode.
1: Oh, everyone's
0: favorite. <laughs> That's Steve Skeleton. Uh, I'm Todd Anderson. Steve Falk is uh, still uh, dealing with You're the Worst Stuff, uh, but he should be back next month. Isn't that a happy thing?
1: It's such an extremely happy, happy thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about some stuff. Um
0: but before we talk about that stuff, let's talk about this stuff. Let's talk about movies we've seen. Movies. Oh, movies we've you, seen. You, I think you wanted to talk about uh, the Dave Batista film. Yeah, you saw?
1: I, I saw this Dave uh, Batista vehicle called Final Score,
0: and it sounds like a bad '90s. Yeah, and I mean, movie. it looks like one of
1: these. It, here's what's weird about Final Score. So it starts off and it seems like Bautista is like this, you know, ex-military guy or current, I don't even know, but ex-military guy so he can punch people uh, uh, real good who comes to London to check in on the family of uh, his like best friend that died on a mission he was at so he's got he's like the uncle Mm -hmm. that's looking after so the twist is like it's not actually his kids and wife Uh. but it's you know so that's the angle and then uh, he takes uh, the daughter to a, a soccer match it's in London it's a okay. football, football match, sorry, football, yeah, in, uh, in, in, in London, and everybody gets trapped in the stadium, and you know it becomes what you think is gonna be like. Oh, okay, this is just your kind of standard die-hard rip-off. Terrorists of uh, t- Ray Stevenson leads a group of terrorists uh, that have taken over and somehow managed to like lock the stadium closed, uh, and and it's they're gonna be a, a die-hard kind of rip-off, except. Except... And here's the twist. Uh-oh. Instead of being a diehard ripoff, mm-hmm. Final Score seems to have just done a find and replace on the actual Die Hard script. Oh. To the point, like, all the story beats are almost moment for moment Die Hard. There are analogs for almost every single character from Die Hard. At more than one point in the movie, they use the same dialogue from Die Hard. Oh, wow. It's so lazy. Is there a character named Mr. Takashi? No, there's a character named (laughs) Mr. Die Hard. (laughs) So it's... Um, it, and as you, as I was watching it, I kept getting more and more fascinated at how lazy the script was. It, it basically read like, you know, when you're first starting out uh, writing screenplays, mm-hmm. a, a good exercise, an sure. actual good exercise is to uh, take a, uh, a movie and deconstruct it. Um, Uh, Based on its running time to try and figure out page count and that kind of thing and pacing Mm -hmm. uh, uh, for writing your own screenplays. But it seems like what they did with this was just transcribe it, Die Hard, and then make a few changes here and there as needed Mm -hmm. uh, to make it sufficiently different from Die Hard so it wasn't plagiarism right and and, so it literally is change the location it's it's really literally is a
0: van damme movie from the 90s yeah yeah like sudden death yeah like a sudden
1: death yeah again yeah another but uh yeah it was just like and no because there's literally like you know there's the and not even some of the same dialogue like some same actual shot framings from die hard like, you know, in, in Die Hard, when Bruce Willis, you know, hauls himself up to find the explosives? Uh-huh. Same fucking shot. Are you serious? Exact same fucking shot. But now shot. it's Dave
0: Bautista. Yeah.
1: And it's just crazy Bad. <laughs>
0: Wow, and 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 how are the effects? Like, is it low budge? No, it's low budge.
1: It's it's pretty. It's pretty low budge. It's mostly uh, like CG muzzle flashes, and and then and then Pierce Brosnan is uh, uh, as a pivotal role, I, I guess, as a MacGuffin. Uh, he's the MacGuffin. He's the MacGuffin mm. that everybody's after.
0: Um, uh, I've been after
1: Pierce Brosnan yeah. for years, and but it looks like yeah, he gets he's, he spends most of the uh, movie sitting in the stadium watching the football match. Uh-huh. Um, and then he like, has one, while I was a boy, monologue uh, that I, he was contractually obligated to, to deliver. But very little screen time. So probably like a couple of days uh, and a million bucks. I know. That must be
0: cool. Like you can phone in a performance for two days and yeah. you get a million
1: bucks. I don't even know... I mean, he... that's
0: what Bruce Willis does almost entirely now.
1: Yeah, that's... No, he's got... He's a whole... His whole craft is based on that. (laughs) It's amazing. That's lucky.
0: Uh, Did you see... uh, We'll get back to Batista. Uh, Did you see uh, The Predator?
1: I did not see The Predator. You
0: did not see The Predator. I've seen Predator,
1: Predator predator Uh 2, Alien v. Predator, Uh and there's an Alien Alien v. v Predator predator requiem. Requiem, and Predators. Yes, yes. But... I have not seen the Predator,
0: the latest installment in the Predator franchise. Uh, How is it? It is absolutely, hands down, the worst Predator movie. Wow. To date. What? That's now a bold statement. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this: I had a good time watching it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm comparing it to the other Predator movies, of course, which. They started not great. They're just dumb fun. They're yeah. dumb monster fun. Yeah. So this has that, but
1: it's really well, messy. But the first Predator is a really solid, stripped down... B-movie. Monster b yeah, Monster B-movie. B-movie. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. With the machismo of the 80s turning. Yeah. Man. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, but uh, this one is closer in uh, structure to Predator 2, I would say. Yikes. In that it's... A mess. <laughs>
1: um, and uh, Predator Two that gave us the uh, that uh, dystopian vision of the of the nineteen nineties.
0: <laughs> Los Angeles <laughs> is, I don't know, really bad. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the
1: only thing they got, the only thing that Predator Two got right in its uh, prediction of the future was the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But I like Predator Two uh, as a movie experience actually more than the first Predator because in the first Predator I had no doubts on who was going to live and who was going to die walking into the theater
1: yeah Predator 2 I it was, it was a little was more a little mixed like, bag I
0: don't know yeah. who's going to who's going to buy it yeah,
1: gonna happen here this movie's a mess yeah
0: exactly <laughs> and you know and the characters aren't very well drawn in Predator 2 let's just put it that way but they're even worse in the Predator wow really? like it's really a tonal mess like you have one on one hand you have Tom Jane and, and Kegel Mike and Michael Key yeah uh uh, uh, doing uh, the comic relief together, which was fun. Like it was fun. And, and their bits, like it's dark, but humorous. And, and it, it, it was like in a different movie than the leads <laughs> who I didn't even know who they were. Like, so the people who popped more for me were, were the, the supporting, supporting tense, characters yeah. who I knew. Yeah. Um, and that's why they popped. It's not because the characters were w- well written or the performances were particularly special. Although I will say that Tom Jane and and and, and uh, Keegan Michael Key seemed to be having a good time together. Right. And Tom Jane was really funny. I mean, I think people forget because Tom Jane's weird, and he used to do a lot of action movies. That he's actually he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was nice to see. Um, but other but everybody like most of the rest of the cast is a little bit bland. Uh, you know, they weren't. They weren't jumping out at you, but you know, all I was paying to see was Masters. predators attacking people. So yeah. you get that. It's it's a passable matinee diversion if you are into predator movies, but it's not for. Anybody else?
1: <laughs> it's a very specific audience of people who have tolerated the previous predator <laughs> yeah, yeah, franchise the, installments.
0: Well, I actually I thought the Predators, the one that took place on a foreign planet and Lawrence Fishburne was hiding in a plane or something.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that was alright. I like that. Yeah,
0: one. that was kind of. Um, and. and it, and it made sense, yeah. you know. But this one's like all over the place. That's why I said uh, the other day on, on 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 Twitter or wherever that that it, it did seem like a movie that was made out of cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> which well, is yeah. which is true to the '80s. So I can't really fault it for that. But it was also like,
1: what's happening? And then it's and then it's uh, overshadowed by Shane Black hiring as. His- A predator. Yeah, I hate predator. (laughs) Almost two on the (laughs) nose.
0: Maybe you've gone too far. But like the news there for me was that that's not the first time he's hired that guy. No, knowing that he's a sexual predator, he did it in Iron Man three, and he did it in The Nice Guys. And I don't know other things, maybe I, I just know for sure about those yeah. two. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a fucking weird, uh, sad news story. But that that actually leads me into what I was going to suggest well, we talk about. Yeah,
1: but especially since it's like you know, uh, you know, Olivia Munn called it out, and then uh, everyone bailed on her.
0: Yeah, exactly. And oh, before we move on with that stuff, though, I got to say, I also saw peppermint.
1: Peppermint oh uh, that's the, uh, is, is uh, Jennifer the Jennifer Garner Jennifer Garner action, actioner
0: yeah it's it's uh, it's uh, it's Death Wish it's Death Wish with her you know people are comparing it to Taken but it's not it's
1: more Death Wish than it's Taken it's more Death
0: Wish than Taken because there's nobody that's Taken right and there's nobody there's nobody that it's a revenge film um, but the and it's not a good movie it's a typical revenge film it's kind of a so the, as a subgenre, it's usually pretty awful, like shitty. Yeah,
1: it's usually like they're I mean, shitty it's movies, a B B movie at best.
0: And it's wish fulfillment, yeah. and they're yeah. often yeah. Uh, kind of racist and, or or mis- they're often very misogynistic. So uh, earlier this year, there was a movie, indie movie called Revenge, which was a rape revenge film.
1: Right. Where,
0: but the rape is not on screen. Right. It just kind of starts with this lady getting revenge. Yeah. Um. And that's a really good movie, yeah. and I thought that was a really interesting take. I mean, but the revenge movie is un, its unpleasant necessarily, but so often they become exploitative, mm-hmm. and and then it's a it's a an, another level of unpleasantness that perhaps I could do without. So what my observation about peppermint. And as an action fan, yeah, I got basically what I paid for. I got to see a, a lady shoot a lot of guys in the face, yeah. which is fine. But I think it would have been better. It would have served the movie better as far as getting an audience in is, is if they had gone with a, like a white supremacist gang versus the Mexican drug cartel
1: again. Yeah.
0: Like, we've gone to yeah. that Sicario, well, too much yeah. now.
1: Yeah, the Mexican... Well, but be- no, but it's the car, it's like the... I mean, this is what, you know, entertainment does, is it it shifts its bad guys around, and the bad guys, the real world bad guys. Yeah. Uh, it's all, from, you know, uh, generation to generation, they, they, they change over, and they're usually not white. Um, no. It's speaking usually, of Predator Two, they yeah. were fucking Rastafarians. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know uh, you know for the longest time it's been you know uh, the, the Middle Eastern terrorist. Sure, that was which is like always the, the favorite because that was the 90s 80s and, and 90s. Of the 90s. Well, no, in the 90s, ni- well, the 90s well, they for, a brief, shift over for a brief time in the 90s it was uh, a uh, uh, a renegade factions of the IRA. Right or Rastafarians, yeah.
0: like early nineties Rastafarians, and, and that was weird. And then
1: went back to uh, uh, a terrorist. Also in the eighties, sometimes there's a little bit of cartel in there, um, and then but then the eighties and nineties went back to ter- terrorists, uh, Middle Eastern terrorists. Definitely post nine eleven, that's been it. And mm-hmm. so now it's been a lot. I think shifting back to cartel.
0: Mm -hmm. stuff,
1: because uh, the Sicario sequel, um, you know, those types of uh, uh, movies have been getting made a lot more. And it's very rarely when it's something like a white supremacist group, um, we very rarely get like a green room. uh, Yeah, but green room is a specific genre.
0: I'm talking about the action genre. Yeah. And and, and and it's just hard to... This is going to make me a bleeding heart, knee jerk, liberal douchebag you snowflake. i'm gonna libtard snowflake the shit out of this (laughs) but it's hard to get past the fact that peppermint is a a movie about a white lady and maybe that it's better than a white man i'll give them that there's an improvement there but (laughs) incremental and yeah and i know that the mexican drug cartel is horrible and awful yeah of course yeah But, given where we are right now in our uh, political sphere, with Mexico itself and all the Mexican people being perceived by the right wing in this country as a huge, violent threat, maybe making a movie about a white lady... Uh, just for two hours shooting Mexicans in the face, <laughs> like that image over yeah. and over again. Maybe, maybe, nice. maybe that wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, and but what's nice is it didn't do well at the box office. So that means there aren't that many right wing douchebags out there yeah. who are just just want to see that. Yeah. Now I wanted to see a lady getting revenge, but it was just for me. It was un- that's why I was like, if it had just been white supremacists, I would have loved the movie way more.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: If she'd been shooting Nazis, yeah. it would have been easier for me yeah. to enjoy it as opposed to go, oh, God, this is starting well, to feel yeah, bad.
1: It's also, you know, if we're talking... I mean, did, uh, does Peppermint take place in the United States? Yes. Okay. And, you know, for decades, the FBI has put white supremacy... Uh, near the top of the list of biggest threats to the nation right. security right? Oh, it's always up there right. yet somehow it's never addressed
0: well and beyond and, and like the story actually lended itself more to a white supremacist organized yeah. crime ring than a Mexican drug cartel because it's about a white guy like her husband is, who's a white guy is uh, you know he's a mechanic runs a you know a auto garage of some kind and and He's having trouble making ends meet. They're having trouble financially, and one of his other white friends starts to try and talk him into doing oh, some nefarious yeah. thing okay. for the Mexican drug cartel. Now that oh. doesn't make a shitload of sense to me. It would have made more sense that these people are forming. Wow, you haven't brought you uh, got a predator uh, a, a br- 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 bracelet for me to throw. Sorry, yeah, it's been so long since you threw a bracelet for me. Just throw a bracelet for me, (laughs) Jesus Christ! What's the big deal, Todd? I'm trying to do a podcast, Jenny. I'm a cat. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so the fact that the very fact that these are white people who run afoul of uh, the Mexican drug cartel because they're trying to do a job—I was just like, wouldn't it make more sense for these white guys to fall in with with white criminals? It just would make more sense. Um, so, uh, you know, the whole thing just would have been better if it had been Nazis. That's all I'm saying. So back to, um, what we were talking about before, uh, with, uh, uh, the, the Predator movie. Um, so we, right before this movie comes out, everybody finds out where everybody who pays attention finds out that Shane Black hired a sexual predator yeah. to do a scene yeah. where he ogles, uh, what's her face? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gross. Gross! Yeah. Why would you do that? Why why you do that? Yeah. But I still went to see the Predator because I like monster movies that much. So, him being stupid, it's a pr- it's a principled stand. Tom. Well, it's not a principled stand, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Th- there are lines that I'll draw. Like fucking Norm McDonald goes off on in an interview about how. People should shut up about Roseanne and Louis C.K. because they're going through way worse things than their victims. Yeah, and even if that was like anti-comedy or like his weird thing, that that was a massive failure. So tone deaf and horrible (laughs) the things he said. That then that and Norm up until that moment was one of my favorite comics, and I really liked his YouTube show, Norm Macdonald Live. I thought it was really funny. I like his anti-comedy. I like his like dumb guy act or maybe it's not an act as I'm yeah, it's, apparently now it's, uh, impossible, apparently to tell. it's yeah. impossible to tell but uh, but and I was actually looking forward to that Netflix show right but he said those things and I was like fuck now I'm not going to be able to enjoy I'm not going to be able to enjoy it yeah um, and they excised the scene of the sexual predator and the predator so at least at least there
1: was that well but also it's like the, the point that, that Mun made and what 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 she was absolutely right about was, uh, you know, a, a lot of people making the argument like, well, you know, you know, he was convicted and he served his time, so, you know, you know, doesn't he have the right to make a living or whatever? It's like, well, sure, but you also, as anyone who is expected to work, with. A convicted sex predator. Mm-hmm. You have the right to know that ahead. You should of time. know it
0: and be able to say, and, "No, I'm not doing yeah, that." Yeah,
1: and the and the big because it's like yes, he's paid his debt to society in the sense that the government can no longer come after him because that's been settled. But that doesn't mean every other human being has to uh, agree to work with him. Or deal with him. Right. Or, you know, people are, are allowed to make those choices for themselves. And, you know, in the case of a job like that, then, yeah, you get to say, no, I'm not going to do that. So you have to figure out whether you want to keep me in the project or keep him in the project. And it can go one way or the other. Um, but you um, still have uh, a right to know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, I was thinking
0: about this because I was, I was talking at work last week, back, when I had work, right? Um, but I was just talking to somebody, and 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 we were talking because Chevy Chase said something stupid recently. Like, I yeah, can't, no, he said like I hate the way all the young cast members uh, talk about or say live from New York. Like some dumb, yeah, like no, he's like a pointless dick thing to say. Like I'm superior. My big fat face is superior <laughs> to all you young people, uh, and. And 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 she said, you know, when I was talking about, it, she's like, yeah, everybody in the comedy community is just fucking angry as shit at Chevy Chase, just in general, because he was beloved and then he just turned into this, or he always was, but like let loose his assholeness, yeah, and it's ruined so many old movies for people, yeah, yeah, um, and that, but then I I was like, yeah, it's like Mel Gibson, and she and she said, no, 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 no. I, yeah, I, I've I've compartmentalized Gibson. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's really interesting to me Uh, because, I mean, because I still will go back and watch old Chevy Chase movies. He doesn't get to ruin those for me, nostalgically. I wouldn't go see a new Chevy Chase movie. Right. Um, uh, But I can go back nostalgically and look at old movies as I can look at old Lethal Weapon movies, you know, but I'm not, I don't want to give Mel Gibson my money now. So those are the lines that I've drawn.
1: So you've totally skipped the, what, the Daddy's Home franchise, or what's
0: the... Daddy's? I did not skip the first one, because Mel Gibson's not in
1: it. Oh, right, that's right. That
0: has Will Ferrell. Right. And I like Will Ferrell. Yeah. So I watched that. This is not very good, and didn't <laughs> compel me to watch one with Mel Gibson. Uh, but also, you know, Mel Gibson's performances, you know, the, like, when I see him on movies that he's made more recently, like on cable or whatever, I'm like... Uh, he's, he's got an unpleasant edge to him now and I don't know if that's my perspective or just the fact that he's become an unpleasant old man because he's, he doesn't like the fact that people don't like the fact that he's a racist.
1: Yeah. I think that, I think that's coming through with him. I mean, I think that the difference, I think like you were saying, some people might be able to compartmentalize Gibson a bit more than chase. I think it's just simply because Gibson has been smarter About dealing with the fallout of his shitty behavior in the case that, you know, he's shut up for a long time. Yeah, that's true. But then he started mouthing off again recently, which is a bad
0: uh, Yeah. Bad call. He didn't apologize, he disappeared for a while. Yeah. But that's what Louis CK did. He he, yeah. he half assed apologized. Uh, no,
1: no, no. CK did it for less than a year. I know. Gibson that's... vanished for years. Well, and that's what I'm saying. And then you have people like Norm and I mean he had and... all that Jesus torture porn money. So yeah. he, you know, not yeah. a problem you'd, you'd, to you'd disappear. Just chill but... and... Go uh, be quietly but, racist but it wasn't like, by himself. Yeah, it wasn't like seven months and now I'm back. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was, he really did go, uh, yeah, he disappeared I'm out and, for a while. And,
0: and more or less, you know, has stayed behind the camera. Yeah. Unless it's like a straight to video yeah. thing. So, um, so. But yeah, so that is smarter. But, you know, it's like, but then like uh the Louis C.K. thing, you know, Norm said, let him come back. Uh, didn't Michael Ian Black do it too? He did.
1: Yeah, but he, he had to, He got he, trolled for it, and then I think actually went. Okay, yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Yeah, he apologized. He, he, he does, he's he's a lot more uh, reasonable about that kind of stuff when he says yeah he doesn't dumb dig things. in his heels. He does. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah. You know, he, he and that's, you know, but I'm, that's the thing.
0: It's like you look. I wrote down a, just a few names, and these aren't necessarily people who some of these people are accused of things, but most of them aren't. Right. Uh, on the I list of ten guys. Um, who just said stupid things but like the way what Norm said turned me off to his new show I I couldn't watch it right you know but Michael Che said stuff about Louis C.K. coming back yeah
1: Che said lots of questionable things he says a lot of weird ass shit
0: but you know do I still watch SNL sometimes I kind of do you know, like other people like Sean Penn and James Woods aren't great examples of this because Sean Penn has, you know, been accused multiple times of yeah. abusive behavior yeah. in his relationships and James Woods it's is just a is, is, lunatic, but he's also been accused, yeah. you know, but Elizabeth Perkins, yeah. Who, yeah. like called him out. Uh, so they're accused of stuff, but they also like Sean Penn recently said stupid oh. shit about me too. James Woods. Is just a fucking full on Nazi propagandist at yeah. this point. He's yeah. a fucking horror show. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but and Mel Gibson was, people assumed he was abuse. I mean, he was verbally abusive to right. uh, his uh, spouse or Girl, girlfriend. I think girlfriend at the time. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, certainly, but most of what Mel Gibson's guilty of is saying horrible things. And Chevy Chase, it seems like most of what he's guilty right. of is saying horrible things. Homophobic racist things, yeah. but just saying them, not, you know, yeah. doing actual physical crimes. Um Liam Neeson.
1: Yeah, he said some dumb stuff.
0: Uh and this is most of this stuff is about peop- Me Too stuff. Yeah. Uh Henry uh C- Cavill? Cavill? Cavill, Cavill, yeah. Cavill? He's a he's kind of a
1: weird dude though. He's a strange cat. Yeah. He like also like dates super ...inappropriately young and ladies and... Yeah, he's a weirdo. Which, like, which nor- like, normally is not, like, a big thing, but he's, like, in his 30s, so he dates, like, 18, 19-year-olds, which is... ...feels weird. It's like... It's like... Like, Patrick Stewart gets a pass. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but... Yeah. You know, Patrick Stewart also isn't dating 19-year-olds. Right. Yeah. And marry, you know, an 18-year-old. Well, love is love,
0: but if you consistently are dating someone who's fifteen years younger than you, it's weird. Like
1: if that's your type. Well, I think it's if it. I think if, that, that it suggests too I, that I once think, somebody crosses. I think it's, I think it's a, weird if the one if the if if the uh, the youngest person in that relationship is, like, let's say, um, not legally old enough to be elected president. Right, right. Or, you know, or, you know, or at least not legally old enough for their car insurance rates to drop. (laughs) That's when I kind of go, eh, that seems a little weird. It's like once you, you know, get, you know, up to close to 30 or a little older then you've lived long enough that it's like if you want to if you're dating somebody you know uh, yeah, 10 like, 15 the, 20 years old i'm, older, I'm okay with feels like, a little different being to a 50
0: year old person maybe dating someone in their late 20s because at least their brains are done developing more or less yeah. more or less but you know 25 is the age that your brain continues to develop to right I don't know. That's what—that's my understanding. It's like 25 is... That's why they say don't smoke doobage before you're 25 and then after that just get stoned all the time. Nobody told me that. Uh, me either. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm a stupid fuck. Yeah, There's, I'm uh, stupid. <laughs> nothing I can do about that now. I'm full of regret. <laughs> full <Yeah>. of regret. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it's just... And its it's... It's not a judgment on anybody for drawing lines because I have them all the yeah. time. And, and, and I'm quicker to draw a line on somebody whose work I'm not fond of. You know? It's easier. James it's Woods. Definitely,
1: it's definitely easier.
0: James Woods is very hard for me. It's very hard for me to know he's a Nazi because I really liked really James really Woods James. when I was yeah. a kid I yeah. loved James yeah. Woods yeah. and it's a fucking bummer
1: yeah.
0: um, I would never pay for anything James Woods is well, now but again it
1: was like the same thing with, with you know Gibson I mean it's like when we were you know growing up that's when Lethal Weapon hit and he became a huge star and Lethal, Lethal Weapon was awesome fun and yeah uh, and, you know, he was a great movie star and you know, and then oh wait, he's kind of a racist misogynist. Oops. Yeah. Then it becomes like eh, I can't. Well, and wait. I and I think a lot of men, especially, but it, some women. But it's too. also he's like a like a unrepentant, unapologetic racist. Oh right. That that's the difference is you know somebody fucks up and they own it. Mm-hmm. It's you, you know you can at least you can at least give a benefit of a doubt. Um, and give maybe that second chance that every, don't people deserve a second, that, you know, uh, give them the second chance for that. But then, you know, you get, once people start digging in their heels after they've said something remarkably stupid and have been called out for it, that's when then it becomes harder to, you know, still enjoy their work or especially like you said, current work. You know, yes. like Norm Macdonald kind of thing where it's like, yeah, what he said was so remarkably dumb and unfunny that it's in general just turned me off too to any of his new material. Because I'm like, if that's the taste of what your new material is, it's not, I'm not going to like it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, it's also, a bit, but he doesn't necessarily delve into politics as a comedian. He he keeps it silly.
1: Well, yeah, but he's so, also but he's also one of those, like as much as I've Liked him in the past and like a lot of his past comedy. He is also one of those kind of like, like, I'll, I'll say it, old guy comedians who are mostly old white guys like Seinfeld right, right. who have a very specific idea about what they consider to be comedy. And anything that falls outside of it, you know, they are poo-poo about it. Right. And it's kind of like, really? Because, you know, you're not the arbiter of what is and is not comedy. No, you... you know, you know what your wheelhouse is and what kind of comedy that you do that you're very good at and works for you. Yeah, but you know, you know when both Seinfeld, both Seinfeld and 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 McDonald have railed against the kind of confessional comedy, um, and you know confessional storytelling kind of comedy. I'm like, well, yeah, of course you guys do because you couldn't do it. Yeah, you couldn't. Like, can you imagine Jerry Seinfeld actually having some kind of like heartfelt comedic story no you know and and taking taking like on a full hour there's a uh, reason thematic he, journey there's no, a reason his hit show his was wheelhouse.
0: about nothing
1: yeah that's not his wheelhouse no that's not, he doesn't have the ability to do that no um, that doesn't necessarily you know make him any less of a comedian it just makes him a different style
0: well yeah and why are you shitting on people who have a different style than you why yeah. can't you why can't you sit and look at something yeah, and, go, wow, and oh, appreciate shit. it
1: that's totally different from what I do it, it, and I couldn't do that or maybe I don't quite get it or it's not it's my not thing, my thing
0: but, but I appreciate but yeah. it's like if I see a movie you know that's not my thing take
1: any no given... we do a podcast and yell about it and Whoa, say uh, it's garbage and we, well no and garbage and it's wrong and it shouldn't be done garbage. and we know what's best but I can look at a movie
0: like any given <laughs> Alzheimer's Sunday All, the Alzheimer's genre you know the, any given Alzheimer's any given Alzheimer's you know the, like away from her you know right. that's an unpleasant slog for me yeah but I didn't watch it and go, this is a piece of shit. I'm like, good, good on you guys. Yeah, Made a good, well done. <laughs> yeah, it's really not, well done. It's not for it's me. Not, yeah, I can't. But I, I appreciate yeah. your your work, you know. Um, I think you can do that with comedians, too. I just don't understand. You can do that
1: with anything. It's if really you, easy. If you just feel like doing it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just tell yourself to do it. Yeah. it's an easy shift. Yeah. you can be like Bill Maher if you want to. I mean, I or guess, you can change yeah. your perspective. That's it's that's, easy. That's
1: the difference. I mean, it's like you know. I mean, sure. The the crux of our show is complaining about movies we think suck, but we're also pretty quick to point out we're idiots yeah yeah, yeah. so you absolutely. know our complaints are more for entertainment purposes than for uh, right. you know this shouldn't be done you know we're not we're not going to pull a remake the last Jedi petition yeah we're not, we're not condemning we don't take, it that, we don't take ourselves yeah. that so, so so pathetically
0: seriously <laughs> <laughs> well, and if we don't like that, that's a bummer too. <laughs> now you bring up the Last Jedi, it's a bummer. No, this is a
1: real tight show. We were really, we're not it's meandering bu- at all. Not at
0: all. It's a bummer. It's a bummer that I can't like dislike or make fun of the Last Jedi because too many people did it from the wrong perspective. Yeah. You know, yeah. too many people came at it from a bigoted perspective yeah. and and they don't think they're bigots because bigots never do but that's what it was yeah. so if I didn't like it because it was kind of a mess and parts of it were goofy when other parts weren't and maybe I like the movie Solo a lot more than <laughs> The Last Jedi and that makes me an asshole and that's fine but the, I'm not coming at it from a bigoted perspective yeah. I'm coming at it as from no, a just, storytelling I just didn't perspective think
1: it, it gelled as well Right. No, because that's the thing. Is I mean that yeah, the last Jedi is is of all the new Star Wars movies, it is my least favorite. I didn't dislike it, I didn't hate it, but I didn't li- really like it. Yeah, it's like
0: for uh, it was like the Predator for me, and yeah. that
1: yeah, I got my Star Wars. And it was, yeah, yeah I it, uh, and one of the things that that I I thought made sense to me about why I didn't like it was I read an interview, and I I might be getting this wrong. I thought I read an interview with Ryan Johnson where he was talking about the the the, the different storylines, and. Uh, he was talking about um, the Finn Rose, Benicio uh-huh. del Toro storyline, mm-hmm. going to the casino, playing, yep. and all that stuff, um, and and that 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 whole B story, which for me, uh, yeah, again because I don't want to be associated with the racist and misogynist takes, I still think that B story didn't work for me on a story level, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it why. And it was in this an interview I read with Ryan Johnson where he's talking about the the reasoning behind um, that storyline, which was to kind of uh, cement uh, Finn's choice to join this resistance, the, re- the rebellion. Yeah. And m- m- my response to that was like, okay, but that's like a third of the movie, and right, the third right. of the movie, Jenny.
0: Right,
1: Jenny. Uh huh. For me that wasn't a question I had f- following the first movie. Right. Like his point was like, well, Finn didn't really officially join the resistance at the end of the uh, episode 7, but I from my perspective, I was like, well, what else is he going to do? Right. He's a deserter from the empire, so there's going to be a price on his head. So, you know, so he can either join up with these guys or, you know, he can go hang out with criminals. Yeah, uh, and so he doesn't really have a choice, and he's a good guy, so he is. You know, it wasn't like the first Star Wars, where it really was like, well, maybe what is is Solo going, Han Solo going to join or not? Right, right. Is, you know, well, and and so for me, that wasn't a burning question. It was a given that um, he was going to be part of this resistance. Right.
0: So I liked the character. The Force Awakens, I have my problems with as well. But I really liked Finn's character. Yeah. I thought that was a neat idea, yeah. having a stormtrooper who's yeah. like, fuck this. Yeah. Because, you know, stormtroopers in the original thing were just, you know, soulless just beings. Yes. yeah. and yeah. um, And it was just kind of a cool idea to have. I mean, And the concept of getting indoctrinated into an evil system when it, you come up from birth. Yeah. And this is the society yeah. you live in. And, yeah. And then it's a hard thing. Yeah. I think it's a hard thing for people to, as R.E.M. put it, lose their religion. You know, lose their realize that the the place from which they've been it's a operating... really
1: nice uh, topical uh, reference.
0: Yes, thank you. Current current very, reference. Well yeah, done. Very, thank you, thank you. Uh, but you know, you know you what I mean. You don't it's... sound old at all. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> But you know what I mean, and it's just uh, I, I I I like that concept. I thought that was cool. But anyway, uh, tangents aside. The lines that we draw. Yeah. What what are your thoughts on the lines that we draw? Like, you probably have them as many as... And I I can't even... It's such a gray area at this point, you know, because we all know too much about the assholes who've been entertaining us. And it's hard to know, like, and, you know, people talk about grades of crimes. I'm just talking about people saying stupid shit. No, I'm not even talking about yeah. the actual I mean, sexual offenders. Yeah, I mean,
1: for yeah, if we're just talking, yeah, we yeah, don't I mean, because that's a given. That's like at that point, that is the that is a like line crossed, right? Um, and so you know that that's that, but uh, yeah, for saying stupid shit, it's it really is a for me, it's a question of you know. A when somebody says something stupid, first first how stupid is it in terms of right. like you know how uh, a mean or cruel is the statement. So like something like uh, any given statement from James Woods is heartless and cruel at this point. So it's right. an easy line to draw. But Matt Damon a hate, just hateful, hateful person. But Damon's
0: splaining just seems out of touch. Yeah, and a- a not well thought out. It's also like because James Woods has thought out yeah, his prejudices. Yeah. that's what's. Yeah, he's scary very about
1: specific them. about it. Yeah. Um, whereas Damon is just dumb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, and I mean, Damon, I, I've never, I've always been kind of bored by Matt Damon anyway. So again, that falls into the category of easy to, easy, easy to, to just dismiss. kind of drift away from because, yeah. you know, wh- what am I going to get excited about Matt Damon for another Bourne movie? Yeah.
0: Well, and like Kevin Spacey was no problem for me. I know he's not—he's an actual criminal, not just a guy saying yeah. dumb stuff, but he was easier for me to let go because I hadn't liked a goddamn thing he'd done in decades. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, man, I don't yeah. fucking care. Yeah, I mean, so
1: that's, a, that's an easy line. It's it's harder when it's, you know, people that uh, you've been enjoying, like a norm, yeah. that you've enjoyed for a long time. Then, you know, once in a while it says something a little questionable, but you can at least... Like, with a, with a norm, you can pass it off to, like, well, he's an old guy. He's older than us. Um, and, you know, you do... Want, there is a certain point where we all hit in our lives where it feels like a switch flicks. And you're like, I'm done growing. Right. <laughs> I'm right. just not going to do it anymore. Right. And that's... You stick with whatever opinions you have then. Um, and, you know, you either are a fairly reasonable person by that point or you're not. Right. And you know Norm, uh, up until recently, had always been fairly reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, I never felt like he said something so egregious that you couldn't go, Norm, come on, and then have a have an actual conversation about it. Right. Or he would he would listen and respond and think, and maybe you might not change his mind, but you he would at least engage.
0: Right. And he wouldn't necessarily double down. Yeah. By referring to Down syndrome. Yeah. Because he yeah. can't use the word retarded. Yeah. Anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, so.
1: So, yeah, it's the place he's in now is I I am literally not sure if he's going hard at, you know, his Kaufman-esque anti-comedy styling Mm -hmm. and really just crashing and burning with it because it's not working or not paying off. Or if he's just gone, you know, old man switch has flicked.
0: Yeah, like Susan Sarandon's old woman switch. Yeah. God, did she's she said something dumb every month?
1: Yeah. So it's yeah. So that's kind of yeah. It's so a it's you know how how hurtful and hateful is what they've said, is it to what's their response to being challenged on it? Right. You know because if you can say because again yeah you know, we, you know uh, the James Gunn thing being oh, fired right. from yeah. uh, Guardians, it's you know he fully owned it. He did. He, he, did, and, he and, had and, already and, apologized. Yeah, for and, him. and didn't really didn't make much of a fuss about being fired. He was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I those were dumb, terrible things to say, but I did say them, and I'm sorry. And you know, if this is the result, then this is the result, and uh, you know, I, I, I gotta live with it. Right. Um, never mind the fact that he didn't even bemoan much, really, from what I uh, saw. The fact that. We already did this dance in 2012 with him, right? For the first Guardians movie, right? This was a, a, a huge. People like have no memories anymore, even though everything is available uh, at your fingertips on the internet right. to, to reference. But we went through these exact same tweets and all these same things that he said and did in 2012 when he was first hired, right? And it was and it and Disney was okay with it then, and but now that they suddenly act like this is the first time they've seen it, which is bullshit. Right. And the fact that it was brought to light by, like, a uh, uh, alt-right misogynist who is accused of crimes. Right. Uh, and they cave to him. Is is There's a lot of levels of stupidity involved in that whole gun thing. Yeah. Gun's responsible for some. Disney's responsible for most. And they're going to pay the price for it, too. Because by caving so quickly and without really thinking it through, they open the floodgates to any other person that, that can alt-right groups disapprove of for their comic book movies to mount these same types of attacks. Right. And so they're going to have to uh, shoulder that going forward. But so, that the, the gun, yeah, the gun thing is actually, I think, uh, a really good, complicated issue um, to study. Yeah. In terms of, you know, how modern social media works and what the consequences are for what you've said in the past. Because I also, to this, I still don't know... Since even after especially after 2012 why he didn't just delete those yeah that's so fucking
0: weird that's that, the big that's question the I, really I, I would have thing. for him where it's
1: like you know really dude like you got raked for it in 2012 just and then just apologize
0: for it and get rid right. of it you're right
1: they were terrible they were it was they were shitty things to say and hack and awful and I'm gonna get rid of them um, um because that's not who I wanna be and uh but he left them and, you know, he may have been thinking, it's like, well, you know, I don't want to be disingenuous about my past. Uh, yeah. You know, that might have had something well, But ultimately, I, it came back to I think, wreck him.
0: And I think the, the weird thing about Gun Gun too... I mean, because he's grown up. I mean, I think everybody... He came up in trauma.
1: Yeah, but in 2012, he was like 40. No, I know, but, like, he has that... He, no, I, I'm, I'm... Like, he wasn't like a 20-something... Doing the shock jock thing, right? He right. Middle aged doing the shock jock thing, which is which a is a it's, it's
0: weird. It's it's totally weird. But I mean, you know, I mean, I guess.
1: But that, but it, but that is. That's he, all I'm he, saying. He, he came, came from the trauma, so that's yeah. Kind of the, that's, the the shock value. Is you know
0: being politically incorrect for the sake of being politically incorrect just to get the rise out of people, not uh, in a politically motivated way, but just in a we're going to be as awful as we can, isn't isn't that uh, hilarious? And for some people it is, and for some people it's offensive, and I get that. But that is you know a a freedom of speech issue. But you know at the same time, you know women are saying he's got a horrible track record with women, and I don't know if they're referring just to his jokes. Um, or if he's, you
1: know, bad with women professionally. Yeah, I don't know. I know know I've read some stuff and there's some legitimate criticism of, you know, the the ways, you know, written the women characters in Guardians. Um, but, uh... Beyond that, if there's any other inappropriateness, I'm not aware of it.
0: Right, right, me either. I I don't know. It's it is a really interesting case. Yeah, but it's, you're it's right. got,
1: I, no. It's very complicated. It's got a lot of interesting, and that's and then you know to bring it back to a uh, uh, final score, Dave uh, Bautista. Yeah, who who has <laughs> been so crazy, like trying to get fired by Disney. Yeah. essentially in defense of Gunn, which I think is kind of uh, interesting because. Yeah, I mean, he's... But nobody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, the rest of the cast finally did a joint statement. Oh, okay. I didn't um, miss that. Yeah, not nearly as full-throated defense as Bautista. Which, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you, did you follow his tweets? I mean, a lot of his, uh, his I, statements were like, you know, I don't even know if I want to do part three. No, no. I, I don't even I, want to be oh, in yeah, this anymore. Yeah, I saw that, all that, and, then, yeah. and then if I, well, if they're not going to use his script, I definitely don't. I'm gonna, I want to ask them to let me out of my contract. Like... That's crazy talk. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so he feels very strongly uh, about you know how what went down and how. Well, and I and understand not, it, and he's not a, he's not completely wrong. I no, mean, there he's is, not. There, you know, there is, you know, the the one side of the argument is well, you know, Gunn made those statements, and you know, he's responsible for them. And it's like, yeah, that's absolutely true, and he's taking responsibility for them. You know, he's yeah. I haven't really seen him whining, complaining too much he's not whining like Roseanne uh he's right. not whining you know like other big celebrities who've been uh knocked off of their perches by their past behavior um you know he's, roseanne was he's, knocked he's, off he's of her perch because of her behavior. present yeah. behavior. Yeah. but you know he's taken the lumps and you know and he's you know he's disappointed because you know that was clearly he, would, he would, had been crafting a full you know trilogy and that was the plan. but be that as it may you know he's he's taken those lumps but the other side is also it's like really you know it's it's if it'd been one thing if the current regime at disney had said hey we've been reviewing this and we're really uncomfortable and we don't like this but the fact that they just immediately folded to the worst of the worst um. Yeah, Social media. like a
0: clear it's, Nazi smear campaign yeah, against a, a guy. It's who's very a, a vocal yeah, leftist. It, it's it's just it's like very it, very. It's messy. just like what not just, but it's a lot. It's very parallel with the Al Franken thing, I think. As far as who brought the the political motivation of it,
1: don't you think? Yeah, I think there's a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's different in the case of Franken because it's uh uh. Is
0: it, there's an actual
1: assault involved. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but it's also it's but it's also you know elected office. Right. Right. Versus right. you know a
0: guy making you know movies. making
1: entertainment pure pure. Yeah. Entertainment yeah. Kind of thing. So so I think there's a more you know when we're talking Frank and when we're talking in anybody in in politics it's a more You know, there's a not only uh, not only is there the issue of misconduct, but there's also the issue of these are the people that are making decisions for the rest of us. Right. You know, as opposed to this is a giant media company that's you know making movies for us to go see or not see.
0: Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, James Gunn's the the alt right people who, you know. Dug these things up and got him fired. They were politically motivated because they didn't like him yeah. having a very outspoken, yeah. liberal yeah. voice. Oh yeah, so they shut him the fuck yeah. up. Um, and that—that's why I compare. Well, they didn't to, shut uh, him
1: up. They just got him fired from a job. Well, yeah.
0: I don't. I don't hear much from him anymore. But
1: uh, so, so yeah. That's yeah. But that's you know that that's the, but that's also kind of like uh, you know the. Part of the the larger world we live in now, which is, you know, social media is a tool and a weapon, and it's something that's so new, in terms of how humans have learned to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. that we don't quite understand what we're doing with it yet. Right. Yeah, that's true. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of, uh, you know, like I said, I I firmly believe that you know another. You know 10, fifteen years, social media is going to be its own branch of psychology or sociology or sure uh, because just the I mean the ability, like what we're doing right now, say for example, mm. anyone listen to us. let's say, <laughs> around the world. Yes. you know that's you know, ten years ago, we really couldn't do this. No. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't put something out there that would be really easy for somebody on the other side of the world to get and listen to and consume and go, these guys are idiots. hmm And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then organize a hate campaign against us. Yeah. Such, such a great time to live. <laughs> it's... Oh, it's so nice
0: <laughs> well uh, that was uh, our uh, what would you call that a philosophical discussion? I would discussion?
1: call it meandering nonsense
0: uh, that was our meandering nonsense about the movies and the jackasses who say stupid things <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks Steve Skelton. thanks Todd Anderson and uh, we'll see y'all next time